What up, this is your boy DJ EFN. You might know me as a drink champ, but first and foremost, I'm a proud father. I linked up with two of my other dad homies, Manny Digital and KGB, to start the Fatherhoods podcast. Each week, we bring you insider hip-hop stories, parenting, and advice and therapy. The saying is true, it takes a village, and we humorously serve as each other's trusted counsel in figuring out how not to screw up being a good dad. Fatherhood's Fatherhood's Podcast. Beats, rhymes, and diapers. Yo, Fatherhood's fam, when you're out and about with your baby and they start wilding out, what do you do? Most dudes are fumbling through the traditional baby bag their lady prepped for them, trying to find that one thing that will calm the kid down. That doesn't have to be your life. Dig no more. The firstborn diaper backpack from Fly Dad has over 21 compartments to have everything right where you need it to be for you and your baby and keeping you fly through the process. Get $20 off when you visit flydadgear.com slash fatherhoods. All right, damn. What okay. up? Your, your, your dungeon is looking like it's it really came together, man. I So I remixed my office a little bit where I positioned myself because... Where I'm, where I'm at now it used is to be over there by that stripey I thing. I was over here, yeah. Is that wood or just a wallpaper? Yeah, it's wood with like a sheet. It's kind of a hybrid. It's like formica. It's not like official wood, but it's got like a layer on top. Okay. It, it looks the part, but it's you know. I mean, is it actually? Yeah, like, it's are te- those actually little panels, sticks, panel things. Okay. Yeah, yeah, those are panels. Nice. <sighs> if you want to know what the hell we're talking about, you have to watch the <laughs> the YouTube. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, we could describe it in detail, like, you know, right there. Uh, what is that called? MSRNC? What is that? RNCNC? <laughs> the shit that people be getting off of people just talking about whatever, but with a weird voice. ASMR. Hey, look at that. ASMR. Mira, mira. Eso mismo, eso mismo, eso mismo. Ay, me tiré un peo, me tiré un peo. Yo, my kids are still obsessed with ASMR, bro. Like, really? That yo, that's still a thing for them? You would think in this fast-paced world they would have gotten over it by now. They they're not so much gravitating to like the YouTube videos anymore. But like, if we're in the house and you know, I don't know, I, I squeeze a sponge with water in it or something, and they like, hear ooh. it, like, wow, that's so satisfying. I'm like, bro, what? I don't know, man. That I don't. I don't don't say that out loud anymore, bro. That's just, <laughs> that's just weird, man. Yeah, like no, I, t- I, I get it. I look, I get it, but it's just you know most of the people that watch those videos is on some other it's, shit. It's on some other shit, exactly. Right. No, I, my my head immediately goes to like, yo, chill, don't don't say that. But I know it's coming from an innocent place, so I'm not trying to shit on it. But yes, it's like it feels like fertile ground for like these pervs that are all about these different fetishes. No, and and I think it spawned probably a whole generation of new fetishes. Like, there's probably people that never had a fetish that they could bust off of a, I don't know, the sound of ripping carpet off the floor. Yeah. And I feel like now they'd be like, oh man, I'm so into ripping carpet off the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Baby, can you do that for me, babe? I'm gonna put this carpet in, but we're gonna rip just, that shit the fuck out. We're gonna it. have kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yo, K- K's not with us today. Uh, we miss him, but uh, but we will press on. Um, yeah, no. yo, so lots going on in both of our worlds, uh, yeah. kid related things and and other things. But what what's new in the EFN household? 
Bro, my I feel like I say this all the time, but I I don't know. My daughter, man, she's just falling out on us. She she's yes, definitely you do. You do we it. do say it all the time. I feel I feel like it is every episode, if not every well, other. I thought that we we got better at her and her brother's relationship. Um she easily regresses and i feel i i'm convinced that what she what she showed us early on from the day that we did the gender reveal where she cried and then when he came home and she lost her mind and she's never been the same since like literally my daughter her personality changed when he came home when he came home she mm. went from a bubbly little baby I, I don't know if this is my imagination, but I'm pretty sure this is the way it was. She was always happy, always sweet, always cute. And then like an anger came out of her when he came home. And that anger is there and it persists and it'll go, it'll go away for a little bit, but then it'll come back. And then now that she's in school, she started kindergarten. She's definitely bringing back home uh, personality traits and behaviors that were, were not, she didn't display them before. And so it's a huge issue for us because we don't, you know, we don't know. We don't know. This is all new to us. The kindergarten game and the beginning of school is all new to us. So we don't know how to navigate it. You know, it's not like we can go to the school and watch through a, a two-way glass and pinpoint where she's getting these behaviors from or why it's happening. But she's coming home where she's, you know, throwing tantrums over everything. She's She's being more physical with her brother. She 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 snaps very quickly. Like if if he, you know, he might do something that's not right either. Like he'll take a toy of hers or something or want to or even just share something with her and that she doesn't want to share. And vice versa, she just loses it and will go immediately to, to physical, like to hit him or mm. or throw the item across the room and just scream uh, the other night and they were fighting over throwing these little floaty, you know, those little floaty tugboats that you put in for kids in the in the bathtub. Bath. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like five or six of them in a pack. Yeah. My my wife bought some, and then my daughter started throwing them into the bathtub. At, you know, when it was bath time, and then he came running like, "Oh, I want to throw some in there too," and she was not having it. And she and he grabbed some for, from her hand, and then she yanked it out of his hand, and she. When I told her stop, she just threw it into the tub with all her might. And then she turned to him pretty point blank range and just like stuck her tongue out and, and spit, you know, the the tongue spitting thing like like that in his face. Oh, so I, I kind of I, I think it's called Gleek. Yeah, Some I don't know what like that's that. called. Yeah, 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 it's called foul. And yeah, um, facts. And, and, you know, and my son, to his defense, man, he's. You know, he he has his little attitudes and, you know, he's a three-nager now, so he's he's displaying certain behaviors. But, man, he really controls himself when my daughter acts like that. And he usually like, doesn't, like, he, like, he doesn't he retaliate. Yeah, he doesn't retaliate. And when she goes crazy, he just, like, kind of, like, he uh, ignores her. Wow. That's, usually. That's maturity beyond his years, yeah. bro. That's so, with, so with her, like, because my wife has been losing her, her temper a lot because she's with her a lot more. So she's yeah. been losing her temper a lot. And and I've been trying to tell my wife, like, we gotta we gotta kind of be careful because we're we're finding ourselves uh, you know, with a short fuse with her. And I don't know that that's gonna be helpful. We're we're getting mad, we're yelling, you know, sometimes, you know, we'll give her a little shove if she's not moving fast enough. Like 
we're yeah. doing things and i'm like i don't know the approach but like for example in this situation which my wife is like, like you see like i lost it because just seeing that that disrespect to her brother like that just pissed me off and then i i but then what i you know i yelled but then what i did is like all right i'm gonna i went into a room and i grabbed a bunch of her stuff she's like no nah! i'm going crazy and i go i'm taking this stuff you know and you're not gonna have it for right now until i until i feel that you're being you know you're behaving a lot better you're definitely not getting it tonight you know maybe tomorrow if you behave but uh and if you continue this behavior i'm throwing this stuff away and i just grabbed random stuff that i knew she cared about I wasn't even thinking straight. You went and in there she, like a raging lunatic. Like, I'm yeah. like, this and that. Yeah, I grabbed something that I was like, she don't even care about that. But I grabbed stuff yeah. that she did out of the six things she cared about, four things. Right. Um, and then, uh, and then you know, she calmed down. She asked a couple of can I have it back? I'm like, no, tomorrow, after the whole, you know, you go to school, come back. If I hear that you're, you've are you been good and 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 I see that you're good, then you'll get it back. And she got it back the next day. But but yeah, and, and we've had the teacher call us a couple times where she's having she can't take no as an answer. She's not mm. she's not responding responding well to no. She'll have like a little tantrum. Yeah. She'll cry. Um she you know, I think I told you guys last she was doing something with bugs that I say last time on the episode. I don't I don't like the teacher bugs. called us because it turns my daughter there was a point not too long ago where she uh she couldn't touch a bug, right? Yeah or a lizard. It was like ah all of a sudden now she's picking up lizards, picking up beetles, picking up every bug in the world. And it's because a learned behavior from kids in school and the teacher called us saying, you know, she's trying to stop them because it's like if they see a bug in the class in the middle of the teacher teaching, they all like bug on. They all try to go and grab it. And then they're killing these bugs by accident and these yeah. lizards and stuff. So the teacher's like, yeah, you know, it's a prize, not just her, but she's in the group that's like doing that and then sidetracking the whole class. Mm hmm. So my daughter went from the best student, according to the teacher that she had, to now like she, you know, she they they call it clipping up and down. She clipped all the way down a couple times. Oh man. Um, and yeah, so that's that's just it's frustrating because I don't we don't know what to do. We don't know how to identify who she's learning. When we talk to her about school, she doesn't want to talk about school. Sure, that's normal. We're like, so tell us what you did. Uh, uh, who did you learn that from? Uh, uh, like. Uh, did you learn something? I don't remember. Like, what the fuck, bro? Like, she don't want to talk about anything. Nothing good, bad, or or in between. The only thing she talks about, which is another frustrating thing, and I don't mean to be so long-winded, is that since when did these schools start giving candy away, like, like as prizes, uh, you know, every week and every almost every other day? Aren't they supposed to, like, ask? They just give it up? I mean, I don't know if they asked us, but all I know is at the end of the week... For sure, every week, if you've been good, depending where you're at on that clipboard, as long as you didn't clip all the way down, you get like a candy bracelet or something. But often in school, they're giving them kit, they're giving them candy. Yeah. For different reasons, for whatever reasons. And, and, and I'm like, I don't know, man. All this like we weren't big on candy in the house. Now, now my daughter discovered candy for real, for real. Like she knew it in Halloween. Yeah. But now she discovered it like you could have it. Anytime. More than more than you know, Halloween. Like, oh, all right. And now candy's an issue. <laughs> oh no. Question about um, you said that she's having a hard time accepting no. Mm -hmm. Have you found that to be the case even before she went to school? Like, has that been just a thing of hers, or is it is this new to you? It's not a hundred percent new. She was exhibiting, you know reactions to to no and it, my wife would say like i'm definitely the person that's like a hard no fast like can I, no 
And my wife would be like, oh, that's a little too harsh, you know, where my wife would try to be more like explain something a little bit more. Um, But in general, whether you explain it or not, she reacts pretty much the same way if she wants something. So it's not it's not one of those things where you guys tell her yes so much that when she hears a no, she's like, she's it's probably to the point where I feel like she hears no more. Mm. And I remember, I think early on in fatherhoods, I told you guys, I, I, I saw a quote or I saw a video, something about like the Buddhist way of raising kids yeah. where you're not supposed to say no to them or stop them from doing things. You're supposed to like kind of like explore. ninja guide them into like another, you know, energy movement <laughs> rather than say no to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? They're supposed to explore, right? Yeah. So... Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't feel good about being saying no all the time. Like, actually, when I say yes, and sometimes I think I'm about to say no, and I go, there's no reason for the no right now. You know, go ahead. Yes. No, that, that's why I was asking, because I find myself being kind of the same way. Like, I'm I'm the no guy, typically. So my kids get used to not asking me anything. They don't, they don't get upset. Well, they don't like it, but they're not like, it doesn't cause like a rift in other things. But I'm also like, tweaking that behavior of myself and like yo like assess it before you say anything like is it really that serious they get shocked because a lot of the times i'll say no to like garbage food that they want to eat whether it's candy or treats and that kind of thing and my wife is typically like the opposite like she'll have that kind of stuff in the house and i try not to so every so often i'll be like yo y'all want i'll go to starbucks to get a coffee yo y'all want something from starbucks and they're like cake pop and I'm like, okay. Yeah, my, my and they're like, the yo, what? Who is this dude? So, but but it doesn't necessarily. So, like, damn. So you're you're thinking though, uh, the change. So it's two things. One, her, the relationship with her brother. You think that's still, you know, for her an issue. And then two, the school factor and her learning certain things from school that are making it even worse, kind of overall. Yeah, I mean, I think she's learning behaviors, and I don't want to be that parent that's like she's learning it from some other kid. Maybe some kid's learning some bad behaviors from her. Sure. sure. Um, she but just she's, maybe she's definitely changed since she started school. I mean, that that's not uncommon. Like kids, be, like school in a lot of ways is a new freedom for kids, right? Like right. like when they get into the rhythm of like real school, right? Kindergarten might still be a little bit more play, but it gets more structured after that. So. There's a certain level of open openness about that. And there's it's a, it's almost like a I mean it is. It's like a new life for them outside of their their normal surroundings. So there's a lot of stuff similar to like the last couple of weeks. I was talking about how my son was like involved in certain things and like it's a different person in school. And I think a lot of that is normal, but then you trying to figure out like where it's coming from is almost less important than how you help her understand. Like there might be a time and a place for certain things, but she's got a, that, that respect between her and her sibling. That I think is the, the, the core like thing that needs to be sorted out. Cause that's just not, it's not going to lead anywhere good long-term. Right. I mean, I think some of the issue too is, is the cycle, right? So We'll try to have those conversations with her. She'll, she'll. Sometimes you, you visibly see she tries, okay, to 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 show some restraint. You know, depending on her mood, if she's like in a good mood or whatever, you can see that she tries. Um, <laughs> but the issue is that my son is a three year old, and he's going through his, you know, yeah. phase, 
And so then what happens is then he'll do something foul and, and you know, or, or, or just not understanding because he's still learning and, and, you know, he's still little. So then she gets, you know, she gets mad easily because she's like, well, you're telling me, but look at him, you know, yeah. you praise like, I feel like she's looking at us like you, you always baby him and you, you look at him like he's the nice guy and then look at what he's doing now. And then, yeah, sometimes he'll he'll say no like he's like i feel like he's learning off of her and then he'll and then we get mad at her and then he does it and then she, it's like a cycle that keeps you know going around and around and and, and then we definitely deal with him differently because he's younger yeah. so i try to tell her as much as i can is like you're the older sister you know you need to be the example you need to understand that like sometimes when he does something to her we're like where do you think he learned that from he learned Save that it. from you but Save she's not getting it no 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 She's only five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hard. It's hard. The the age difference between them makes them a lot more similar than different, right? Because they're they're really close, and the expectation around her being the older child doesn't sit it doesn't sink in because she's still like relatively small, right? So it's it's tough. What what I find has worked, and it's different because of the age gap. Like my son and my daughter, my youngest daughter are the two closest in age. So seven and ten, and what what works? We'll see. And, and then you have the the girl being the older in this scenario, which I think long term plays a benefit there. But my son gravitated toward my daughter immediately, and I think part of it is she was his little sister, and he was his. He's in the middle, so his older sister to her, he's her younger brother, right? So yeah. he liked. The fact that there's that dynamic and he was looking forward to being able to be the older to a younger. Right. You guys don't have that scenario. So it's different. But but when they do, because they bicker often, my two youngest and my son is mad petty and he does a lot of foul shit. But my daughter's no pushover. So she'll hit him back with the same or or worse and then be like, yo, but he did it to me. And I, we have to have that same conversation. But there is a mutual respect and love that is more often than not the relationships that they carry. And what I've noticed is, um, again, like the age is the biggest challenge for you because they can communicate pretty effectively with with one another. And I think that's that was the piece that helped alleviate a lot of the the turbulence because when they were younger, there was a lot more of it. Now it subsided some, and and what's the, the the difference in your household? The age difference? Three years between the two youngest. Okay. And then from yeah, and then from 10, 10 to sixteen, a six year difference between the the, you know, the oldest and my son. Um. So yeah, I was gonna say communication, but but even like because I know you've had the conversation with her, like yo, why do you treat your brother like that? Like what's going on? And she's giving you whatever she's giving you. Have you had that conversation recently? Not in the context of her getting reprimanded. Hmm. I mean, what exactly is like you're saying the 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 conversation of them being close in age? No, no, no. I'm asking: Have you spoken to your daughter uh-huh. on her? Like, ideally, like in a happy situation, not like she just did something to her brother, and then you're like, "Yo, why do you do that?" Because right. her reaction is going to be different. But, but if let's say like let's say everything's fucking perfect between them two, you guys, and you're having a really good day. And then maybe you pull it to the side and like ask her, like, hey, 
Yeah, well, I guess you could sabotage the day also by doing it, but yeah. like, but ask her like when things are relatively good, right? And like, just check in and see, like, yo, like, what are you thinking about, big bro, a uh, little bro? Like, what you know? Why? Why have? Why did you do this to him the other day? Or find a way to bring him up in a context for her to give you like what she might. But she be doesn't. She doesn't. She's not good at expressing her feelings. Like, she doesn't go deep with us. We try, yeah, and she just doesn't. You know and and the thing is, they 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 fight over petty things. Like, yeah, like they in the morning, it's who's gonna open the the corral for the dog. You know, we have the, it has the corral's a little door. Yeah. In the morning, they they and then they fight over like even though we try to tell them, you know, one day is you, one day is the next person. You know, you take turns. My daughter had been doing it for the past three days. My son's like, it's me today, and then my daughter gets mad. Then my son does it. And then my daughter's mad. And then she wants to start this cycle of attitude from the morning. She's like being pouty and like giving an attitude. I'm like, and I told her this morning, I'm like, please, let's not start the day this way. It's not that serious. It's not that serious. <laughs> I grab her and I hold her and I, and it's not, and you know, she calmed down, but it, it's just, it, they just play off each other. And like I said, it's a cycle that that's never ending. And then, and then if we are in a bad mood that day, one of the parents, then we jump into that cycle with them. Yeah. We're we're yeah. all we're we're all igniting each other, you know. We're 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 uh we're all triggered, you know, by each other. Yeah, you can't walk the walk anymore because you're kind of in the shit with them. Right. It's tough. I tell you, like, you just gotta. Well, gotta real quick, a, a friend. I told a friend yesterday at the gym. Um, a friend of my wife and I, and she has a an older. I think her son is like maybe. 12 or 13 and then she has a baby but we're she was like oh how's the family and i and i kind of told her about uh what's going on with my daughter she's like oh you should you know sometimes they act like that if they're if they're being bullied at school and you know you should you know maybe consider that and i'm part of me feels like maybe maybe there's something there but i the only reason why i kind of discount that is that my daughter eagerly goes to school in the morning she's a little too eager i mean trust me she's if you tell her you don't need to go to school she'll take that rather than yeah. go to school yeah but she you know i feel like someone bullied would would really put in work to not go to school like would come out with everything like i'm sick or cry in the morning or go crazy which she did early on early. For, yeah but she doesn't do that so i don't feel like if anything i'm worried that she might be bullying somebody mm -hmm. I, was, I was gonna say like from the little interactions i've had with your daughter like she doesn't I mean, I, I, actually, I, I take that back. Anybody can be bullied, and the, the way it affects you could be different. Like, I don't want right. to try to minimize ignore that. Right. But she she felt to me like somebody, like, like you said, like, she's she's tough enough, right? Like, and she can play and kind of roughhouse a little bit. So that's typically where I think at that age, like, the bullying can happen. It's like the roughhousing and people not liking it, but not knowing how to express it. So that, that takes off. Um. Definitely don't ignore that, but I agree with you. Like from from my experience, anyway, like it could be that. Um, but yeah, that's uh, yo. It's it's dope. <laughs> it's dope, and at the same time, sad that your son is able to ignore that because that shit is tough. And I'm sure he has his breaking points every so For often. Sure, hundred, yeah. But like, that's it. Takes a lot of fucking, and maybe he's just not aware like for him it's just like oh that's just the way she is and no no whatever. no because in the past it used to bother him oh so my son is super sensitive right he's he's just a sweet guy and 
if if I'll tell you, this is how sweet he is and how sensitive he is. If and and me and my wife were talking about this last night. If we tell him no for something, and it's not even a bad no, it's like like uh he went to grab a knife or or he went to the 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 electric socket and he's about to reach and we're like, no, 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 don't don't do that, Papa. No, 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 be careful. Yeah. But in that tone, he feels like like he's just hurt by that, almost like he he did something wrong, he disappointed us for something that simple and he and yo he puts his face and he you see it you see it coming he his his mouth starts to turn it does though yeah and then he starts crying like it's like clockwork it's and it sucks because if you know i tell him no so instinctively like quick without thinking about it that i would try to say something differently so he doesn't get like that yeah so that's with us but when my daughter does these things to him you sometimes you see that little thing in his lip, like he's about to cry, but then he like it's like he internalizes. He goes, "No, no, no, no," and he not, like holds it, and then he not today, and he and he just doesn't he doesn't cry with her. He, it doesn't hit him the same way, wow. and she does crazy shit to him, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whole different and, level. And he just he like it's almost like he's like I'm not gonna give her the satisfaction type of vibe, you know? Yeah. Ugh. Which I told my wife, as sad as it is, my wife get super emotional for my son. And I go, you know what? I'm I'm proud of and I'm happy that he's a sweet boy. He's 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 he's, he's you know, he's tapped into his sensitivity. He's caring, cariñoso. And but I'm also happy, like not happy, but I'm I rather him go through this in the house. Oh, because yeah. this is an example of the real world. Yeah. And him learn to deal with it and he's learning to deal with it. Um, I rather that happen under our watch, and and, it, and it's it's not a bad thing that his sister's treating him like crap right now because he's just learning. He's learning what 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 people are like out there in the world. Oh, and and side note, when my daughter when I went off on her that day that she's like spit in his face, and I had seen this somewhere. I don't know where I saw this. I don't know if it was Chris Rock or somebody, some comedian. I think was saying this in their monologue. Uh, or in their act about like their kids that they told their kids this, but I've been wanting to tell my kids. And I don't even know if this is the right thing to tell the kid. So we make her go into her bed. You know, we're like, that's it. You're going to sleep now. It's time. To- I mean, it was time to go to sleep anyways. And she's there all like upset because I took her stuff. And then I told her, you know what? I just want you to know. Nobody outside of this house cares about you like we do. In fact, they don't care about you. I don't know who, you know, you know tag or give credit to whoever out there said that because i know it was like a comedian and um and i was like they do not care about you out there and i'm like damn am i kind of like crushing her right now at at a young age and then i was like the only people that really care about your well-being and your happiness is in this home and your grandma and some of your relatives but and, and some close friends but everybody else out there in the world even your teachers, to an extent, don't care about you. They they care about you in terms of they want you to learn. And, and in that moment, they're keeping you safe. But if they're not your family and your close friends, they do not care about you. Get this through your head. And I'm trying to tell her, like, these friends that are teaching you these bad habits, the world out there, you want to you throw a tantrum in the world, the world is going to throw a tantrum Ignore. right back at you. No, or, or get you back. Like, they don't care. Like, they don't yeah. care about your tantrum. Like, we're the only ones that care. <laughs> We often so I, find we find sorry. ourselves saying the same thing 
when we feel like our kids are almost like listening to other people and not paying attention to what we're saying mm-hmm. because they take whatever advice is given to them from somebody else as gospel and then kind of ignore what we have to say. And then we got to remind them like, yo, and we bring examples. Like that's the, that's the best way I've found to be able to communicate with my kids. Right. Like I, I, I got to make it as real to them as possible based on their lived experience. Otherwise it's all hypothetical. It's like, it's like the old school dude, you know, saying, man, right. you know, back in my day, like that shit don't, doesn't resonate with them. Right. So, but it does, it does help to ground them because they're like, yo, wait a minute. I, I, I understand the context in which he's speaking now. Cause like, yeah, why, why would that person be invested in my success, safety, whatever, when I only interact with them on these certain situations. Right. So like, right. It resonates, and it's. I, I think it's a good thing. I think some people might consider that like overkill, probably, but I, I'm with it. I, I totally do that shit myself. <clears throat> yeah. Well. So, so something you said earlier kind of triggered the thought. Um, how you said like when you and your wife and and and, and, and everybody in the household kind of gets in the shit, right? Mm-hmm. And what you say, you're not acting on anymore. You kind of just rolling with your emotions and letting your emotions kind of take over, like your kids do. And it's something that happened to me this weekend. Uh, we're driving to to my son's basketball game, and I'm I'm already like talking shit to my son. Basically, is what what's going down. So I, I'm because the night before he didn't take the necessary steps to prepare himself for a game the next day. Right. So right. you want to rest up. You want to like we we're we're like pushing him to like do the things that a basketball player should be doing in order to excel on the basketball court. Not because, I mean, yeah, of course we want to see him excel, but because he's com- he said that that's what he wants. He wants to perform at the highest level and he could use the help. So that's what we've done. But when we hold him accountable, he's kind of just like, ah, whatever. So I was like that that morning and I was like, yo, had you gone to sleep early, you wouldn't be tired right now. And then that's going to show up in the game and, you're not going to, you know, perform at the highest level and you're probably going to be shit to, you know, your team. Hmm. And, and I'm saying all this stuff to him. And then my oldest daughter, which we've tried our best to help her <laughs> use her words <laughs> is, I guess, the most fair to say, but like say what she feels. Right. Hmm. And not be afraid to say what she feels to me, to her mom, to anybody, because Otherwise, nobody's going to hear you or see you. And then what you want doesn't get considered. And she stood up for her brother and was like, in a very like respectful way, she was like, dad. So I knew to shut up. And then she's like, you know, you could really, you could really have approached that differently with him. You could have told him positive reinforcement instead of, Mm. you know, focus on the negative. And, Yo, and I'm hot, right? I'm talking to him like with emotion because I'm frustrated that he didn't take the right measures to to be ready. And and not it's easy for me to be like, I wouldn't say this to her, but like, shut up, little girl. You don't know what you're talking about. Like that could easily come out of somebody's mouth in a moment like that. And I just shut up. I bit my tongue. I just let her talk. And and I acknowledge what she said. And I was like, you know what? You're right. And I apologize to my son. And I was like, that's exactly what I want you to always do. I don't care 
when something is wrong, it's wrong, right? Like if it's your parents doing it or saying it, or if it's somebody else and you don't approve and it, it moves you to speak, speak. Because like I told you before, like nobody's going to hear you. And it's hard to penetrate what people are saying or doing if you don't, you don't activate your voice. Right. So I was, I was really proud because that's something we've been preaching. And she caught me <laughs> in my shit and was able to help me backtrack. So the moral of the story is your kids, if you, if you emphasize that, I think they'll pick up on it. And when they're mature enough, they'll be able to hold you accountable. You just have to be able to pause and not let your emotions ruin the, the habit that you're trying to create. All right. Yeah. I mean, look, um, one thing I've been thinking about a lot is all these stages that these kids go through is they're just different hurdles and different new problems and new behavioral things. And, and if we get as the parent, if we get frustrated and we get upset, we're going to be frustrated and upset forever until they're adults and out of the home. And there's no point in that. That's what I'm starting to come to grips with. You know, I want to create structure. I want to have discipline, but at what cost? Exactly. Is the, is the question, you know? Yeah. There, and, there, there needs to be guardrails, but there doesn't have to be like this dictatorial, like right. structure in your house. Yeah, because then the kids, look, we already know that for the most part, <laughs> kids are going to grow up and become adults. And no matter how good of a parent you are, there is something that they're going to be upset about, about your parenting when they're an adult and say, well, you affected me in this way <laughs> in yeah. life. Yeah. So if you can start to think at an early age, okay, what can I try to mitigate or, or control and make better in the home in terms of the environment? And in terms of like the time spent, that's something I've been talking to my wife about. Like, it, it just to me, it's a waste of energy and time to get upset over, over certain things. Like you know, running. I mean, mind you, to her defense, um, me and my wife when we talk about like like being on time to something, mm -hmm. you know, school especially is super important. But I just feel like that um, letting yourself get upset because the kids are moving a little bit slower is like, what do you expect? their kids and if we get upset we're just going to get upset every single day it's so the, the way we we try to approach that and, and it works to a, a large degree is like all right it's not working if we wake you up at let's say eight to get to school by 8 30 right so all right let's wake you up at 7 45 let's wake you earlier earlier and my daughter my youngest daughter she's it sounds like your daughter and mine have that similarity where it's not every day, but more than my other two kids, she'll wake up cranky, like not with it, not wanting to yeah. move, crying over everything at seven. And and we just like like we try not to attack her when she's in that moment. But I I do. And it sounds like you do the same. I pull it to the side and I'm like, yo, this is you're choosing for today to be a tough one. Now, it's. You could, you know what that looks and feels like. Is that what you, how you want to start your day? Or do you want to kill this and start fresh? And for all of our kids, when they've had cranky days, we'd be like, we pretend like that person that they are, that cranky person is, is not them. Right. And then we'll be like, 
yo, why don't you go dump the brat in the toilet and flush it down? <laughs> and then they get into it like, oh, shit, yeah, all right. It's kind of their opportunity to, like, restart. Right, right. And, and you know, at four, five, three, four, five, that, that worked really well. So they would just, like, go to the bathroom and, like, even, like, motion, like, they're taking something off and putting it in the toilet. And then we let them, you know, flush. And then they gather themselves and then come out and it's, like, a brand new person. I did. I we don't have that in the house, but one thing that I always do that's semi similar is I used to go. I mean, I still do it sometimes. I would go and I would like like rub them. It's, Latinos would understand this, and definitely if you're, I'm not a santero, but if you're a santero, you would definitely understand this. I would be like sacúdate, sacúdate, like if I'm doing a limpieza on them, yeah. and they just start laughing and giggling about it because I'm like sacúdate, and I'm going all over their body like sacúdate. Um, that's worked a couple times. <laughs> they get into it though, because you're doing yeah, yeah. Because I'm telling, I'm getting rid of like the bad energy and yeah. the bad mojo. I'm like sacúdate, sacúdate. <laughs> It's bit, to, to translate, it's basically just shake it off, right? So they're just like helping them shake off the yeah, like, the like I mean, in the world of of the religious world that believes yeah. in that stuff, you know, yeah. respect to them. Um, it basically is you're taking off any you know negative, uh, negative anything, evil eye or whatever. Yeah. So, so yeah, but, I mean, you, I, I think you know, since your kids are still like four or five years old, well, three, four, three and five, like three, four, five, is that? You know what I said? <laughs> Try, trying to, trying to, even when you're pissed, that's the hardest thing, though. That's you know, it's easy to say, but try to flip it to something that is a game where they're able to, you're still able to convey whatever you're trying to convey, but then like gamify it a little bit so that maybe they can get out of that funk in a in a positive way, right? It's, but it's all circumstantial, man. It's tough. And I think as parents, we have to check our pride and our egos because. Oftentimes I find myself saying, uh, no, you can't, you can't get that or you can't do that or you can't eat that. And they're like, yes, I want it. I'm going to do it. And then I get mad and I'm like, how you define me? Like, hell no. Like, don't you know who I am? You know, like, but then I'm like, is it really that bad that they get the pouch? You know, maybe they ate enough today, but what is it? Is that veggie pouch that bad for me to go and stand on, you know, on that right now? Like, come on. Like, yeah. No, it's true. And, and even like certain things that come out of their mouth that you know inherently they don't understand the context of, but they repeat because maybe you in the household say it or they saw it somewhere, but it's foul. Right. right? It, it may not be a curse, but it's close. And and if you feel disrespected as a parent, but I think like it, it, it fur- infuriates me, but I'd be like, yo, little girl, better watch your mouth. And that's the warning. And I kind of just leave it like that. So, and then she'll ask sometimes, like, what did I do? And then you explain it. But, like, got to check got to check the pride and the ego for sure. Well, just love the kids. Love Listen, kids. we're about to get out of here because um, I, I can't talk to you anymore, buddy. Yeah, I'm tired uh, of seeing your face. But before I leave, let me leave one lighter thing that my daughter did tell me. Um, she's had She has a weird thing now with, with old people. Like, which is kind of foul because she's like calling people like that person's old. Oh shit! Yeah. Did you, okay. your kids ever do that? Yeah, or do they, that? they have. Yeah. Right. They, they still do actually. So you know, if, you're, if you're 45 plus, you're old to them. They're like you're ancient. Well, no, she would say it when genuinely with an, an older Elderly grandma folks. looking person. Yeah. So then she she was saying something about someone being old, 
And then she looks to me, she looks at me, and I've been waiting for it. You know, I, I have a full white beard. I, I'm waiting for either her or her friends to say something to her. Um, and she's like, Daddy, uh, you're almost old. <laughs> Which is her nice way of saying you're old. And then uh, and I was like, why you say that? Because of the white beard? She goes, mm-hmm. <laughs> I said, all right. All right. Yeah. Oh, right. man. Um, l- last thing related to that. Um, like, you know, older, older movies, anything, let's call it 90s and before, ni- 80s and 90s. Um, <laughs> my kids, the, when they see me catching up on one of those flicks, they're like, oh, dad's watching one of those movies from the olden times. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, and I'm like, damn, bro, because as, as, <laughs> as soon as they see the old, like, you know, looking video, they're like, yo, yo isn't that shit. the worst, man? Like, yo, we we never knew what good video was back then. So to us back then, that, should, that was what it was. But was I try to I try to show them like Scooby-Doo oh, or like these old cartoons. And, and, and you could tell that they kind of like they would like it, but they just they're not going to watch that old looking stuff. <laughs> Yo, I got so excited when um, Thundercats was. I think it might have. They put it on um, Netflix, maybe. I can't remember. And it was the old joints, and I'm watching it. I'm like, I'm like hyping it up. Yo, y'all don't understand how dope this shit used to be back in the day. Blah blah. blah. And they're like into it. Yo, I put it on. <laughs> Yo, them dudes is like, yeah, I'm out. This shit. Two minutes in. Yo, this shit's garbage, Dad. Like I'm out of here. Yeah, crazy. But next time, next episode, we got to talk more about uh, the content. We got to go back into discuss the content these kids are consuming because we got some weird content coming through the tube lately. Yeah. And th- there's some news that I, I want to share, too, that I my wife came across with Roblox that I, I heard something. I heard something. Yeah. We'll save it for the next episode, though. That's that's y'all. Uh, the next that's the episode. end of this episode, y'all. So tune in next week. Yeah. Treat them kids right, you heard? Big, sir. Yo, be a father. If not, why bother, son? A boy can make them, but a man can raise one. Be a father to your child.